Welcome to the family with Holiday Hackmaster, Ralph Terry Basham, MD. Alex Brampernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt. Andy Brampernard. And Cassie Schrader. Our very special guest, Lee Purcell, ladies and gentlemen, Carol of the Bells, scheduled open tomorrow in limited theatrical run. We'll be right back with Lee Purcell and the family. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer is rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? And I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Excuse me, my phone's ringing. <laughs> In any case, ladies and gentlemen, Lee Purcell, our special guest. Hello, Lee. Hi, Tom. How are you? Marvelous. Carol of the Bells Good. is scheduled to open tomorrow uh, for its theatrical run. Actress Lee Purcell recently had the honor of complete. And I do want to read this whole descriptor because it's really cool, Lee. Actress Lee Purcell recently had the honor of completing a starring role in the upcoming feature film Carol of the Bells for director Joey Travolta and his inclusion films. Inclusion Films teaches and employs people in the film industry who have developmental and physical disabilities. The title role of Carol is played by an actress who happens to have Down syndrome. There were many inspirational and highly professional people on the film crew who have disabilities who were trained by Mr. Travolta's schools. Carol of the Bells scheduled open tomorrow. Lee, are you going to make me cry in this movie? Lee. Did we lose Lee? I think we lost her. She's still on. Lee. Lee Purcell. Can you hear me? Oh, there, there I can you hear you. are. I can hear you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was just saying I'm having a very hard time understanding you. The phone is very muffled. Is it possible to maybe get closer to the phone? I could probably do that, get closer to the microphone. Is that better? Yeah, not really, but I'll, I'll do. I, I'll, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll just listen really hard. Anyway, <laughs> why don't we just, um, why don't we just call yeah. you back? We could call you back. Get see if that improves see if it. it's better. Yeah, would you call me back? That Absol- would be yeah. absolutely. Just, but do you know where to call me back? Um, no, I don't have your number actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would. <laughs> see, I can hear you fine, Winifred. Are we live? Yes. 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 Oh, how fun! Um, if Tom could talk into the microphone the way you are, there, then I better? could understand. It's a little better, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll struggle along. We'll be fine. Anyway, your question was, am I going to make you cry? The movie will make you cry. Yes. And the movie will make you laugh. And it'll make you feel really good. That's wonderful. So, yeah. Well, first of all, Lee, uh, this time of the year is very, very special. In any case, I, I grew up in a big family. Christmas was nice. a very, very big deal. But to make a movie, Carol of the Bells, about what, what this film uh, um, does, the title role of Carol being played by an actress who happens to have Down syndrome, what a wonderful idea. I think it's great. I think it's great because it, it lends authenticity to the film. The character she plays has Down syndrome, which is Carol. Carol of the Bells is her character. And Andrea, the actress, 
also has Down syndrome. So I was very happy about that. And like you were saying, uh, we had a, a very high percentage of our crew, 70%, who have also have developmental uh, disabilities. And then we have two other actors in the cast who also have disabilities. So that was that and the script were what drew me to do the film. Yeah, I could see that. I, I, it, it just seems like the kind of film that I'm going to want to see as well. I it, hope so. It is that time. Of, well, just talk, after talking to you, no, I know I want to see the film, Lee. No question about <laughs> it. So. Uh, thank you, silver-tongued devil, you. You silver-tongued devil, <laughs> That's Tom. That's I call him every day. That's my, right? wife, my wife calls me that every day. She just they made that statement. How, so how did <laughs> right. Joey Travolta get all of this, uh, get, get all of this started, director Joey Travolta? Well, he he has a, a he has schools. He started in two thousand and seven, training uh, people with disabilities to work on film crews, and that has expanded in, in these years to seven schools in California and camps um, across the country. So he his big dream was always to get it to the point, the schools where he could actually make a feature film using his students, the graduates, and, and then working with Hollywood professionals. So, that, so he finally has reached that goal with Carol of the Bells. Yeah, I could see that. I, he must absolutely love this, I would think, anyway. Oh, he, oh yeah, he's, he's on cloud nine. Every time I see him, he's just the happiest person in the world. So he's, and I'll see him tomorrow night at the uh, screening at Lemley's in North Hollywood. And he, um, and you know, we've done a few of these, a few premieres, three maybe, and screenings, and he's always just the happiest person in the room. So it's very nice. Yeah, I, I, it's really nice when somebody dedicates their life to one particular thing, or I guess a group of, uh, of things like this, because it's not only developmental, but physical disabilities as well. So he's doing many, many things on many different levels. And it's got to be so great when you're, you're, it sounds like it's his life's work now. Is that right, Lee? It is his life's work. Uh, he was before, of course, a, a producer, an actor, a singer, and, you know, had a whole Hollywood career. And then he, he got his degree in special ed and then started this whole program in 2007. Let me tell you a little bit about the story of Love the it. film. Yep. It's, um, it, there's a young man who was adopted out at birth, and he, like a lot of adoptees, he's very curious about his birth parents. And so he goes on a search to find them. And when he finds his birth mother, he discovers from a distance that she has this disability. And it just, he can't handle it. He has no idea how to handle that. So he basically runs away. And, and then his wife and my character, we come from different sides to try to put this whole thing together. So it's a very enlightening, illuminating, loving, uh, funny, uh, sad movie and i i hope everybody will uh, take the time to see it when it hits their area or when it hits streaming or dvd because i think it's very very worthwhile yeah it's it's pretty amazingly we were just talking about the the irishman the fact that it started out in a theatrical release and then went to netflix from there when you're on several different platforms which you just mentioned it, it just does so much more to get your work out there, and I think that I think it's terrific. I love to go sit in movie theaters, but I also love just to go home at night, and if I'm tired, just hit the streaming services and watch a movie there too. It's a great idea. Yeah, me too. Um, I have to see The Irishman uh, because I vote for the Oscars, and it's on my very long list of eighty films. But that's three and a half. Yeah, it's eighty. But that's three and a half hours, and so some of us are seeing it in the theaters and. Some of us are seeing on Netflix, and I—I I don't know. Three and a half hours. I'll probably watch it on Netflix. 
I, you, you know, it's interesting you, you you bring that up because I initially planned on watching an hour and ten one day, an hour and ten the next day, and an hour and ten the third day. But that sounds like a good plan, actually. <laughs> but it's so <laughs> did good. Did you do that? No, it did actually. Did you do is that, so, or did you do it in one fell swoop? It is so good that Catherine, my lovely wife, and I watched it in one fell swoop. Took a one one five minute break, came back and watched wow. it. It's really well acted, really well directed. Uh, yeah, I, I, you'll, you'll probably sit down and, and intend to maybe get up after an hour, but I, you'll probably stay with it, Lee. It's really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I, I've i seen so many movies in, I don't know, our season starts in September, and I've just seen a lot of movies, and I have a lot more to go. But I am really looking forward to seeing that one and Judy and Oh, yeah. Else. Oh, Judy looks, you know, Minnesota girl. I don't know if you know that or not, Lee. What? Judy Garland was born in Minnesota. I didn't know that. Yep. Uh, really? Where? Where uh, was she born? Was it Grand Grand Rapids. Yep. Yeah. Grand Rapids, Minnesota. No kidding. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they have Judy now, Garland it, days. Oh, do they? Uh-huh. Now, is that where you are right now? You're in Minnesota. We're uh-huh. in Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. That's We're exactly right. We're enjoying our 14 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and how cold is it there today? 14 degrees. 14. Oh, 14. I couldn't quite hear that. Sorry. Uh, and is it snowing? Mm, no. Yes. Did, oh, yeah. No, snow today. Did that no. yesterday. No, no, no. It's too cold to snow. <laughs> no, it started. <laughs> it actually is. It is. Yeah, snowing. it's too cold to snow. No. no, no it's, oh it's, wow. It's yeah, like, no, it's not. Honey, I just looked out the window. It's snowing. Where? <laughs> Which window? <laughs> now let's don't have a domestic fight here. <laughs> it's my snow. daughter Lee. She's a, no she attacks snow. me mercilessly. It doesn't deep snow. I know. It's this cold. Right, but that's her yeah. job. So yeah. well, you know, <laughs> that's I would, right. That's right. I'm sitting at the beach. It's about sixty. It's really, really nice today. Now, the current wind chill is negative ten. So, so we got that oh, going for us. Wow. Yeah. Well, I got to put on more sunblock here at the beach. Rub it in. Oh, I am going to be rubbing it in. Sure. You're literally rubbing it in. Yes, you are literally rubbing it in. That's exactly right. So, Lee, where did you grow up? I grew up in a, in a military family for the first part of my childhood, oh, okay. so so it, we moved and moved and moved, and um, I was born in North Carolina, and we lived just all over, like that, from base to base in that part of the country, and then when I started school, well, not kindergarten, but six, about six, uh, my stepfather uh, got out of the Navy, he was a Navy doctor. Mm-hmm. My father had been a marine pilot, and uh, and he anyway. My stepfather got a job with an older doctor in an established practice, so we moved to a very small town in Arkansas, and so that was where I spent mm, the next, you know, basically my my school years, basically, and then I left three days after I graduated high school because it wasn't for me. So it was kind of a transient upbringing. No, I can understand that. No. Do you mind if I ask you, because there's a person in my life that I thought the world of the country of origin of your last name, Purcell, do you you know where your last name came from? It's not actually my last name, but I, I, uh, my, because I was adopted at the age of 10. Oh, okay. um, But uh, my name was Williams, and, um, but I do know where Purcell comes from. It's English and French. And I think it meant pig farmer or something. <laughs> no, that's too. Yeah, pretty. I'm serious. It's too. I'm serious. Pretty. I'm not joking. I'm serious. Um, but it's interesting because in my adopted uh, family and in my actual family, it's the same heritage. You know, because I've had my DNA done about four times because I'm completely obsessed with it, <laughs> and I've also had my husband's done about four times, and we are, I, I am, um, uh, what am I, uh, like 97% Western European, something like that. Yeah. And so primarily, if you look at what I look like, you'll see, I'm primarily uh, Scots and Irish and French, and then Native American, I mean, I actually am. And oh, like, that was I love I love that delivery, Lee. That was good. <laughs> not like am. not like some people who actually claim that they are. Yes. Um, 
but I actually am. It was proven genetically and also by family genealogy. And and what else? Oh, yeah, there was also a little bit of um, North African, which I found to be really odd and interesting. No, it makes total sense. I think basically you just described my heritage, too. Except there you for, go. I think French, it was it would be... It was like English, Irish, Scottish. Well, yeah, even the North African, I think. North Af- African your part's in there, too. percent I think. You and I could be relatedly. Oh, my cousin it. Tom. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Oh, my God. Well, I, well, I could be related um, to Lee, too, because my family's from North Carolina and yeah, we're Scots Irish. That's true. Oh, my God, another cousin. Yeah. This is so great. Lee, when you come, are you coming home world. for Christmas, Lee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope you sent me a plane ticket again. We will. We'll, we'll absolutely take care of you. Lee, I want to come here. People need to do, a lot more people need to do uh, interviews the way you do because, you know, it started out a bit difficult you handled it and i appreciate that immensely <laughs> you've done a great interview i really appreciate your time today lee oh it's just a lot of fun to always talk to people who are lively it is a wonderful thing carol of the bells opens tomorrow in its theatrical release and then goes on streaming i cannot wait to see it. it's a great great message thanks to joey travolta lee purcell carol of the bells tomorrow's the day thank you lee thank you so much tom thank you everyone it was really fun it was a lot of fun Lee Purcell. Bye. See, I just. Oh, she is right. Purcell what? does mean swine herd. Swine herd. Purcell means swine herd. Well, sounds prettier than that. Purcell. Yeah. Well, it's a demure. It's a it, swine. Purcell basically means piglet. Oh, it like porcine. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. God, am I gonna rub it into Tommy O'Brien? It's gonna be the greatest. Why? Why? Pat and Tommy O'Brien's mother's name is Deadina Purcell. Oh, disrespect their mother. (laughs) Tommy Swineherd. Piglet. (laughs) Yeah, you piglet. It's gonna be the greatest. Nice. Deadina Purcell was one of the sweetest people I ever met in my entire life. Tommy, Tommy, and Pat O'Brien. Well, all the kids. Sweeter than me. Nobody's sweeter (laughs) than you, honey. Mm. I don't think I've ever been accused of being sweet. Yeah, Mrs. O'Brien. She was unbelievable. What? I should work at being more sweet. As a matter of fact, I got a message from Tommy O'Brien this morning because his father worked with the FBI, and he was sent to, back in the, those days, the the Irishman days. He did a lot of time in Cuba <clears throat> and Puerto Rico. And matter of fact, that's, I believe, where he met his wife, Deadina, because she was born in, and raised in Puerto Rico. So he may have met her there, but he said... Uh, that the impression the FBI got back when this happened was that he was buried in uh, in the, the New York Stadium. They were just building that. What the hell is the name of that stadium again? God, my memory's is it shot. Giant stadium? It's mm-hmm. Giant Stadium, yeah. But it, uh, what the hell was it first called? Because the Jets know. used to play there too. Well, maybe they still do. I don't know. But at any anyway, rate, a lot of them think that he's part of one of the concrete columns in that. Uh, yeah, that's what I <laughs> in always that thought. Stadium. We'll take a break. Be right back with the family. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy. So you're splitting the tab at lunch or pitching in on a gift for a coworker. Maybe you got to pay that football pool entry fee and you need to settle up now. What do you do if you don't have cash on hand? You could use one of those third-party transferring services that comes with fees and takes days. But how secure are they? Why not send money quickly and safely with the click of a button without the hassle of a middleman? What's the answer, Michael? The XCheck app, brought to you by your local community bank. It's safe, secure, and simple to use. The XCheck app. Simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, the contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. XCheck, safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. 
The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. At the big intro. I love this song. Stand closer to the mic, sir. (laughs) (laughs) To be with the words you learn. I don't know why guys do that warble thing. (laughs) Warble. I don't really understand why they do that, but that's just me. Just to emphasize the note. (laughs) Okay, remember we said you shouldn't call somebody a millennial twat? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, a Missouri teacher is on administrative leave after asking his fifth graders, so you're talking, what, 11-year-olds? Yeah. Fifth grade? Yeah, sounds about right. Asking 11-year-olds to set their price for a slave. Huh? Why would you do that? Every so often you get a teacher who tries so hard to be woke that they end up just destroying their career. Well, you yeah. had those, that one teacher that had the black students stand on one side of the room, mm-hmm. and then they had yeah. to auction off the kids. And yeah. They want to hammer what? in how bad slavery is, but yeah. then they go too far because well, they're raised in a culture where you can't go too far when you're, you know, yeah, when you're preaching doctrine. Why okay. don't they just teach like reading, writing, and arithmetic? That'd be good. Yeah, how to spell yeah. and how to check Computer. your work. Yeah. Every story I read, because we paid attention today because it started out bad. We were listening to you. Sage and I were listening to you this morning. And yeah, you were like trying to read them as they were written. Every story so had bad. huge problems in it. Misspelled words, improper usage of words. Sounds about right. Nobody checks their work anymore. Oh, there's so many times it's where I terrible. try to read, you know, something that comes across my desk and I'm like what does that I, say? It doesn't even make sense <laughs> I know. I'm not even positive what this is about it's very odd Yeah, it's true. and these are nationally distributed news stories, this is not some local shithole or something local shithole exactly, you know like... the Blades Elementary School teacher gave an assignment in his class with 12 questions that per the St. Louis Post-Dispatch were meant to educate students on colonial market practices in America 11 of those questions had to do with setting the price for items like grain, apples, milk, and fish but here was one of the questions that he asked quote you own a plantation or farm and therefore need more workers you begin to get involved in the slave industry and have slaves work on your farm you product uh your product to trade is slaves. Set your price for a slave. These could be worth a lot. What are you thinking? Giving that to 11-year-olds. Seriously, what mm. the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, are we trying to be moving too past this time of, you know, in our history? We literally Just, never will. No, because they're trying way too hard. He didn't have the intelligence to uh, make the assignment correct. What he should have done is says, please research uh, the price of slaves and what were price what was the price what was the price of slaves and what did what does that mean as far as the cheapness of life i mean you can't really yes you're you absolutely get, you right know, he didn't use it he didn't it's just you know hey these could be worth a lot <laughs> i know it's these really weird wording a lot yeah, a lot like, what the hell yeah for, oh don't that oh. yeah that makes no sense at and all I, you know, why I, you would do that i know why you would do that i will never understand uh, outcry ensued with parents contra- uh, contacting the school after finding the work in their kids' folders. We could say it's just a homework assignment, but that doesn't cut it, says one mother of a biracial child. Maybe there are people who don't see the wrong in it. I like how their child being biracial makes her opinion more valid. Yeah, plus the fact, why did they even bring that up? Because it who makes cares? her opinion more valid. Well, it would make it more uh, offensive to her, probably. Well, but... I mean, it's I offensive. Know. It should be offensive to everybody. I agree with you, but well, I'm guessing that's what they're why they brought but, it up. I, but I don't know if I agree with that. I think that none of us have a concept of what that situation was like. This just it gives another uh, aspect of what slavery was like and just how horrific it was. You know, and, it, and I don't know. I, it, it, you're shining a light on something that's bad. You know, you, yeah. You could, the same criticism could have been made of a, a Holocaust kind of story too, but no one would have said anything because. No one really cares. Yeah. You kids stand over here. You be the Germans. You kids stand uh, over right. here and be the Germans. What? Be the, you, you, well, that's, that's the kind of thing. But no one would have said anything about that. 
Mm. I don't think anybody. No, I don't think anybody would say anything about that. Really? Nope. You don't think so? Nope. I don't think anybody would say this is because there's no the, not this race piece. You know what they could have, what they could, what they should have done is says, okay, uh, you, you group, you're going to sit over here, you're going to be the Israelis, and you people, are, you're going to be the Egyptians. Now the Israelis are your slaves. Yeah. Everybody, you know. So how much are these slaves worth? <laughs> Yeah, it so wouldn't bizarre. have the same reaction. Or, 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 they could, or, or if they really want to be current, what they should say is, you are, a, you are living in um, Saudi Arabia, and you want to have a servant. Or the, the, this goes on elsewhere. Uh, what are some of the other places that in India, that the people in India go someplace else, in Malaysia, or someplace to work, and you, you, know, you want to buy somebody, you want to get one of these people, how much is it worth? What does it cost? The idea yeah. of current uh, indentured Currency, servitude yeah. or slavery, call it whatever you want. Well, while we're at it, why don't we just do, you know, teenage sex slaves? Because that's a fun well, topic. And maybe children should be, you know, awakened to this issue so they get a sense of that. Yeah, those are real things. Those are horrific things. The idea of any kind of woman or man who is, is, is forced into that sort of stuff. And it's both men and women, more women than men. But there's guys that oh, yeah. surface here and they get their passport snatched and they go, okay, poor choice of words. You can go ahead and uh, yeah, here's your job. Knock yourself out. Yep. Uh, by the way, the teacher, he or she was placed on leave Monday night and the principal says the Melville School District. Melville? Melville. Melville. What would you name your team if you, went, you lived in a town named Mel- You went to Melville High School. Melville Boogers. <laughs> <laughs> the you Melville Whales or the Melville Herbert. Wouldn't that be the great year? The Melville Whales. That'd be phenomenal. I'd I love that. But you could call them the Mel- Melville Sperm Whales. Sperm Whales. Or the Melville Herman. That's Hermans. too masculine. No, no, but that was But that's literary, li- yes. literally, literally consistent. It is. It, it is. it is. Yeah, that's true. Uh, in any case, uh, what it says here basically is uh, they're investigating the incident. We'll be providing teachers and staff with professional developmental uh, development on cultural bias. I don't see how that's cultural bias. She was she or he was trying to teach something. Yes, they did it ham-handedly, but she wasn't demeaning black people. It I, actually I happened. I think it would feel very demeaning if I was told to go stand in a corner and act like a slave. No, she didn't do that. That was the other school that did that. Oh, sorry. This is a different story. Yeah, this is a different story. I'm not keeping up. Well, at least we're not putting them in cages. Yeah, like Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Yeah, that's right. I still can't believe they did that. Oh, it's like, yeah. really? That You're trying to make a point, are you? Uh, the NAACP is calling for a formal apology. So I, I just really wish we could get past this whole thing. I really, really do. But it's never going to happen, is it? No. It's never, ever going to. I mean, if you look at this impeachment, it's basically really racially um, out of balance. People make too much money off it. They do. They make a ton of money off it. And they get to be on TV. Mm. Exactly. I'm now a. If we can go back just a minute. Does the star. Does NAACP represent Asians and uh, Native Americans? All people of color, all colored people. NAAPOC? Yeah. (laughs) Double <laughs> A P O C. It should be. I, I, w- I would like that. There you go. Because that, that's the only instance in which colored people is now accepted. Mm-hmm. Even though you can say people of color, you can't say colored people. Why? It means the same thing. It does. Because that's just and, the whole and, thing. And, and, what it and, is today. Well, but at the time, at the time in the fifties, man. If you weren't Lily White, you were in that bucket. Well, there's you no doubt about bucket. it. No, you you're from, right. If you weren't from, uh, you know, uh, Northern you didn't belong Europe. to the Church of God in uh, Mount Pleasant, or not in, in, in oh, where was the name of the town? Not Mount Pleasant, but you were. But you were in that bucket. You were in that bucket. Well, there's no doubt it. about it. Yeah, you were absolutely. Just, that's right. Hey, so. they, believe me, they still do it. There's yeah. no question that the the high end, you know, oh, I'm so holy honkies around here. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're, you're accepting of all people. Yeah, sure you are. Absolutely. Well, on a related note, a quarter of the United States is Catholic, but we only ever had one Catholic president. John, and they murdered him. And they did murder him. So there Sorry. you go. They yeah. did. They did. It was in The Irishman. Oh, by the way, uh, The Irishman, have you seen it yet? Oh, no. Lindsay have you seen it? She saw it. No, no sure. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, they don't make the Kennedys look too good. No. <laughs> no. 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 Yeah, the Kennedys have fallen out of favor. Woo. The Kennedys 
Kennedys Ooh. weren't too good. They were no. terrible horrible people. Gangsters. Yeah. Oh, they were horrible gangsters. Yeah. Now, and they Toots cheated to win the presidency. So are the Clintons. Oh, yeah. There's no question about it. They they Wait. cheated to win the presidency. I said There's that. No if I end up dead, it. you know the Clintons. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, what are you going to do? It'll all work out in the end eventually. That'll be the situation. It'll all work out in the end or come out the end. You could just poop it out. Is that what you're saying? There's an outside channel. Oh, coming to an end. How many more times is Bill Cosby going to go to court so the court can tell him once you kiss our ass? Isn't he in jail? He's in prison. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Appeals court rejects his request to overturn his conviction. Court has unanimous answer for Cosby. They replied, "Quote, nope." That's kind of cold. <laughs> nope. Nope. You're not getting out. Forget it. You're never getting out. I, that broke my heart, as you know. You know oh, I know. Catherine and Alex and I met Bill Cosby, and about two minutes later found out he was a rapist. I was years just later. Com- that was not years later. I was, was. completely was. floored about it. Me too. Because, I mean, yeah, his whole really persona nice. is not that guy. Yeah. It no. just, he's a good actor. A good actor. He must have been because, you know, he didn't, he was like America's dad. You know what sticks in my mind every time I hear his name now, and it shouldn't? What? Every time I hear Bill Cosby, I think, Jello pudding. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it pops right in my head every J-E-L-L-O. time. J E L L O. I believe it's he endorsed Jello for about yeah, 40 years. For, for decades. 40 had, years, really? It was 30 or 40. Uh, he, long, long time, but. He's going to be in prison for the rest of I'm surprised he's still alive. I thought he would have died by now. But How old is he now? Mid-80s. He would have died by now. Something like that. Died by now. I would, I would think that now. he's looked after in prison. I don't think anybody's really messing with probably him Probably true. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. You're the right. 80-year-old man, yeah. He's probably in solitary or something. He probably gets up and does a comedy routine a couple times a week and keeps them happy. Yeah. Just uh, do me a favor and don't sing Sgt. Pepper like you did on that one album. So oh, my Bill God. Bill Cosby sang Sgt. Pepper. Oh, find it, Andy. I don't even want to show you how it sounds, but Bill Cosby singing like, Sgt. Pepper's like Lonely in, Hearts Club Band. Like oh. as a singer or as a part of a bit? Or as uh, Fat Albert. Or as a character, one of his characters. No, it was just Bill Cosby, and it's one of the worst things ever recorded in history. Sgt. Pepper. That's exactly what it is, <laughs> yeah, too. Pretty much. Did you find it? Yep. Well, oh, right. Alright, this will take a while. Alright, okay, everybody. Here we go. Here we go. Sounds rough already. Yeah. That's right. All that's good. <laughs> Dear. I think I'm just gonna skip ahead. Yeah. No! Oh, just... We hope you will okay, enjoy the show. Sing it, children. This is not it. Yeah, well, he's not singing. I'm thinking he probably sings like a line somewhere. Boys. Boys. Trying to find it. There it is. There, there he is. I don't really want to stop the show. <laughs> what the hell? No. That the singer's going to sing a song. And it wants y'all to oh, sing along. Let me introduce to you. The one and only Billy Shears and Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. <laughs> oh my God! Wow. It's worse than I remembered it being. So why did he do this? Not good. Is there it's a my reason? Throat hearing it. They yeah. actually played that on the radio for they a while. They did not. Oh yeah. Oh. Wait. Almost sounds like yeah. he's doing an impression of uh, who's the guy from AC/DC? Oh, uh, Brian Johnson. Is that the guy who? Uh, yeah, with the voice. back in black guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds exactly like right. it, it sounds like he's doing that almost. Yeah. The, the like strained screaming style of singing. Oh yeah, it just gives me a throat ache too. Indeed. Oh my God. Yeah, we're at the end of the year. I, you know, I really wish they would have held off this impeachment thing till next year, because everything right, to the end gift the year that keeps now. on giving. <laughs> Everything now is just, oh, God. Yep. I know nothing about it. Activist Greta Thunberg and actress Emma Watson have two of the ten most notable quotes of 2019, according to a librarian at Yale Law School. But it's uh, the line at the center of the impeachment inquiry, I would like you to do us a favor, though. What? 
That's the most uh, memorable line. Most memorable quote is, I would like you to do us oh, a favor, though. Oh, I saw that because they were analyzing. Is that Trump saying it? Yes. Okay, yeah, they were analyzing the fact that he asked for a favor, which means, as a president of the United States, it's a demand. Did you it's know? It's an order. Of course. Do you remember when Obama said to, I don't remember if it was Putin or not, it's not important, yeah, yeah. but he literally said, well, once I get into office, things will be a lot better. But that was okay, apparently. You can go. You can say to the head of Russia, uh, basically shoulder-to-shoulder enemy, uh, if there can be such a thing. But he can say, oh, things, once I get into office, it's going to be a lot better. That's okay. They caught it on a hot mic. Hot mic. I don't know. They're presidents. They're, these through. are not good people. Understand, none of these people are good people. But particularly the Kennedys, according to the Irishman. We'll be right back. And everyone. With the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. It's Tom, and I'm thrilled to let you know that for a very limited time, the ultimate weight loss program powered by Nutmos is having an early holiday sale. Well, you'll receive 20 to 30% off the cost of the program. Shed those unwanted pounds and look great before the holidays get here. Lose 20 pounds or more. Consumer guarantee. See website for details, ultimatewl.com. Ultimate's plan is unlike any other weight loss program out there. With over 1 million pounds lost to date, and clients like me will tell you that this is a weight loss program that works. This plan is customized for each individual person, and the Ultimate Weight Loss staff will be there for you every step of the way. They help me change my life, and they can help you too. Start to live your healthiest life and schedule an immediate consultation in their new Edina location or Plymouth with expanded hours. And look great for the holidays. Sale ends Saturday, November 9th. Call now and save. 763 3337. Here we go. No music. No music? No. Because I had to do it. All right. That's not a problem. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Tanya Nyack returning as the celebrity judge for season seven of the Great Christmas Light Fight. It premiered a couple of, well, let's see, just. Yeah, about a week ago, uh, December 2nd uh, on uh, ABC. Decorating their homes to the extreme for Christmas. Families and neighbors across America compete to win a cash prize. And the coveted light fight trophy. Tanya, how are you? Hi, I'm doing great. You're right, that trophy is coveted. I think they want that sometimes more than the actual cash prize. <laughs> $50,000. They want the light fight trophy more than 50000 I'm telling you, it is like a rate of passage, bragging rights. I suppose that, yeah, that would make sense, as a matter of fact. I um, I got to tell you a quick story about lighting houses. There was a a friend of mine named Joe Souchere, worked at uh, another radio station in town for many years. He sent me a picture one time, and, uh, well, actually it was a little video, a very short video, and he was filming a house that was so decked out for Christmas. It was, I mean, every square inch of the roof and the walls and the windows and the lawn and the sidewalk. and Right. Everything was covered with, with Christmas lights, right? Okay, so you're picturing that because you yep. see that a lot, Tanya. The neighbor next door bought oh. a, one string of lights that was like red and blue and white and orange, these big, giant Christmas lights, and he strung them out in the shape of an arrow and the word ditto. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> That's amazing. It's the fact, right? Because how could you compete with that? How great would that you be? Can't. Ditto. <laughs> you can't defeat ditto. Look, amazing. you told your house up. Ditto. That's, what I, that's how I feel. I think it's wonderful. Right on, man. Yeah, exactly. It's smart. That's a smart move. <laughs> I think it's very, very funny. By the way, a native yeah. of India we, bought... Oh, sorry. a lot of stuff. Absolutely. A native of India, Boston-based Tanya Nayak is known for designing uh, many of New England's hottest restaurants and lounges. As one of America's premier designers, she has made numerous appearances on national morning shows and home improvement programs. She's also a brand ambassador 
for ED on air. Of course, that's Ellen DeGeneres' home product line. So things are going well, Tanya. Yeah, they, you know, I can't complain. And doing this thing is one of the most fun jobs on the planet. Sometimes I'm sitting there massaging my cheeks from smiling so hard. I'm like, I can't believe I actually get paid to do this job. It's so fun. Do you mind? I I know we're talking about, uh, we're here to talk about, uh, you know, the great light fight. But I want to ask you a question very quickly about uh, the fact that you design interiors for, for restaurants and lounges. Are, are restaurants getting much more simplified now? People, from what I understand, a lot of people don't want that, you know, I suppose that old mobster steakhouse with the, you know, overstuffed booths and the dark lighting. and a, They don't want that anymore, I guess, right? You know, it all depends. Uh, so there is definitely a, a market for that, and there are people that still want that sort of feeling that you were talking about, that old school vibe. But, you know, it all depends on what, what they're going for. What I'm seeing the trend towards, though, is that fast, casual concept. Yeah. You up, you order, and it can look like a beautiful restaurant, but you're going to take your food yourself to the table. Um, and a lot more fresh farm-to-table type of concept popping up. People are more concerned about healthier eating now. Yeah, I could see that, absolutely. Well, that's that's great news, actually, I think, because... Uh, our daughter's sitting mm-hmm. with us here. My wife is with us here as well, and uh, we have a we have a chain of restaurants. Oh hi, hi, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yes, talk uh-huh. amongst talk amongst yourself. The great restaurant scene out there. Oh, we do absolutely. Uh, you talk about you know fast casual yeah. and, and healthier and all stuff. There's a there's a group of restaurants called Crisp and Green here now. It does really really well. Um, we got everything. You know, we have everything. Murray's Restaurant has been in, I think they're in the fifth generation running Murray's Steakhouse. And it's just, you walk in there, it's like you're walking in there with the Rat Pack. It's just, I love it. But I love all the stuff you're right. talking about as well. It's, it's, it's just a whole different experience that I really, really like it a lot. Great. It is a great restaurant, Tana. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't realize that uh, my husband and I actually own eight restaurants in the Boston area. So I'm very well versed that I do the show on Food Network as well called Restaurant Impossible with Chef Otto Rovine. Sure. So the whole designing and decorating aspect is part of one of the reasons why I think they feel confident in both Carter Osterhaus and myself to be judges on the Christmas show. Because you come from this background, you know, where we're in design. We know how things are constructed. We know how they're built. We know how things should be laid out. So it gives us a better eye, I think, when we're Great Christmas light fight again premiered uh, Monday, the second of December. Catherine uh, just basically just chimed in there. If you chime, thank you, thank you very much. So, have uh, season seven of Great Christmas Light Fight? Have you ever, or, or or do you ever think to yourself? You probably haven't said it, but do you ever think to yourself? You look at this stuff and you go, "What were you thinking?" You know what I mean. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, what always surprises me is when we have a young light fighter, someone who is 18 years old, 19, oh, 20, yeah. and these guys, they're typically saving their money since they were seven years old. It's like the only thing that they want on their wish list are inflatables or molds or songs <laughs> of light. You know, it, it really becomes, you know, they're hungry and they're obsessed. you know. But is it a lot of fun doing the Christmas, uh, Great Christmas Light Fight? It must have a ball doing that, I would think. Uh, it is really, it's, it's what I look forward to every year. You know, I have a design firm. I work on these other shows. I have a bunch of other things going on. But when it comes time to start filming the Great Christmas Light Fight, I'm so amped up because it's such a feel-good show. Everybody's happy, you know. There's uh, just people smiling, smiling and cheering, and getting into the holiday spirit. And, you know, these days with the world, always the best news on television. Right. So to be able to get started, it's really nice. But you know what else? This is a little side perk that not a lot of people realize. <laughs> but I am 
like the favorite aunt of all of my friends' kids. Yeah, well, that, you know, we do need a lot more of that, and I'm, that's why I'm really glad you came on, Tanya, because I, I agree with you. You tune in, and it's like, oh, we hate one another. Oh, my God, I hate you. No, you hate me. No, I right. hate you more. It's so nice mm-hmm. to see people being happy, the great Christmas light fight. Uh, you know, they're trying to win, yes, I understand, but they want, as you said, they want the trophy more than the money, which is really pretty cool. Right. But I just right. love the fact that it, it, it's, it's a... Wild, right? It is a feel-good show, and we need a lot more of those feel-good shows, and people need to dial it back and calm down. Right, exactly. And you know what else? I've seen a lot of now after doing... So, Ken and I, we, we film a year in advance because, you know, these guys have to get their lights up. Yeah. And it's not really fair to them to be putting their lights up in July and August. So, when, now Carter and I are filming the eighth season for both of us. We've oh. done six out of the eight seasons. And, yeah, and we see more and more, but what I'm finding is happening is that there's becoming a light fight community. In fact, I heard that one person has, like, a podcast specifically geared towards light fighters so that they can share tips <laughs> ideas. And, you know, there's, like, a there's some kind of web portal that they all communicate. A lot of them get together and they support each other. And they teach each other little tricks and stuff. So it's, it's really cool to see them all cheering each other on, even though... Sometimes they're competing against each other, but they're they're all helping each other, which is again how this world should be, right? People should be not uh, being uh, competitive in a negative way. It's like there's enough to go around for everybody, and I think making it to the show itself is quite a big honor. You know, you're showcasing your art form, you know, your Christmas light art form on national television, and it's super cool. I want to go international, though. That's what I'm hoping for. Oh. Oh, you is Christmas celebrated internationally, or is it just basically? Yeah, where is where is Christmas not celebrated? Is it pretty much everywhere now? Is just a regular, maybe not a religious holiday, but just a nice holiday. Yeah. Wow. Right, right. You know, I think you'll find even even from a religious perspective, there's a lot of that everywhere. You know, um, everywhere you go. So yeah, lights are a big deal. They are indeed the great Christmas light. And like you said, you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mondays on ABC, Tanya Nyack. Thank you so much for your time today. It's uh, Yeah, thanks for bringing joy to people and happiness and making them laugh. It's wonderful. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Yeah, we appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks, Tanya. Have a good day. Thanks. Thanks. There's a light fight community. I don't know about a light fight community. I don't know if I'm buying that one, but... No, well, I, she seemed very pleasant. Absolutely. Uh, we've got a, or, well, Melissa's mom has a neighbor who has lights and a, like, 50-watt radio antenna in his house. So you pull up to his house, mm-hmm. you dial to that radio station, and then his oh, lights yeah. are synchronized to the radio. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there is definitely a community oh, wow. somewhere out there. We have one on our block that's like oh, a, yeah? they got a big inflatable snowman on top mm. of the roof. <laughs> so the kids are like, I see snowman. Well, when we were at Sam's Christmas Village in Lacrosse last La Crosse. weekend. I mean, Somerset. Somerset. Mm. Somewhere right in state, Wisconsin. Wrong city. Yeah. It was somewhere in Wisconsin. <laughs> Somerset. Wisconsin cheese cities. Yes. Sorry. Cheese town. Um, he, he, he had some engineering students at a high school make a display where Santa was chopping down a Christmas tree. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, and it, it, it fell. It actually falls. The yeah. lights just went It was really cool. And then um, he said that there's also places where you just order these things. I'm sure. And they, they come in a Indian, frame, and then yeah. you have to, yeah, yeah. and you just kind of snap it together. So Yeah, it's... they, I mean, that was actually, though, a tradition that we used to do. We used to all pile in the van, and my dad would drive us around, and oh, we'd yeah. look at all we the totally different lights. Yep. And then you... You can look in the newspaper, and people will list their homes in the newspaper. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know they did that. Oh, absolutely. Now most of it's online, but yeah, you have a lot of those houses now that where you tune into a certain station. Really? And their lights are synchronized to the music that's playing. But how do they do that? The, Is there the, an app for that? Probably. Well, now <laughs> I think it's all computerized. Like you can hook everything up to a computer yeah um there was one house in our neighborhood that was really cool they had a front window and they had um some type of like a sheet up where it projected santa claus so it looked it was like a 
That's the uh, neighbor has that too. Yeah, so you can see Santa Claus with his list, and he's like looking around, and oh, cool. And so it's like mm-hmm. a somebody just like filmed that little snippet, and it would just play in a loop. So you just see Santa Claus walking back and forth in the window. It was really cool. You know, it to Santa Claus sit down, you know. Have a glass of milk, pound a few cookies. <laughs> yeah. Pound a few cookies. <laughs> yeah. cookies. Sit back in the recliner, take off his boots, <laughs> pick true. his toes. I have to say, I was uh, very proud. I was over at Andy's house dropping Jude off and picking him up, and he had actual Christmas lights up. What? Aww. Yeah, we mean outside. Yeah. 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 When did you put them up? Andy. Man, you're a tough that. guy putting them up. They were already well. there. My favorite. Melissa and I, you know, it was a group effort. Good. I love the, I love the neighborhoods where a bunch of the houses are decorated. Then you have the one house with one little bush that's mm-hmm. got a string of lights yeah. on. Love and it. That's it. Now we're <laughs> cooking with gas. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine and I used to decorate our entire house on the outside. Mm-hmm. Have people come in. Once it got to be several thousand dollars, we didn't do yeah. that anymore. It's like every year it went up like eight hundred dollars. We're like, like no, because I can't. I can't do that. We would need a cherry picker. I'm not gonna do all oh that. god there's mm-hmm. no way you can get up there in the roof well, just put no. the one string of lights on one bush in front there. i love That's the ones down in florida that they, they have uh like you know one of those things you buy at menards a little snowman or something mm-hmm. and then they put some sort like it almost looks like leftover halloween uh, you know, the stuff you stretch out for the cobwebs, mm-hmm. but they just keep it all poofed up, and that's the snow. Uh, <laughs> that would be the you snow. Know, when, you okay. get, when you get in Florida, you get to the southwest, get to California. Uh, I Christmas know, is kind of a dirty up. holiday. Yeah. There's dust. No. It's, it's wait, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Mary, a woman that lives in our neighborhood, well, our old neighborhood, uh, whenever she's from Alabama originally, Gads in Alabama, and every time she'd see a Christmas light display, she'd go, my goodness, a winter wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Winter wonderland. Yeah, okay. We had one of those, um, have you seen those white wire deer with the white lights? Yeah. yeah. Some of them yep. move. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I was looking at it, and all of a sudden the head fell off. Oh. So it just had like oh, this blood thing just going like this. <laughs> it was like a headless Like most deer. of the busted animatronics. And it's a small, it. small, small, small world. <laughs> yeah. You wander through there. Like, yeah. you know, they, they used to move a lot. Now they just, they just have like a yep. tick or something. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. terrible. Sad. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it. Have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you later with the family. Yeah.